Hey, this is Russell Wilson. This is Joe Montana. This is Dak Prescott. Hey, this is Jason Kelsey, and you're listening to Rob Motti. Rob Motti. Rob Motti. Rob Motti. Welcome to the AP Pro Football Podcast. I'm AP lead NFL writer Rob Motti. Our guest this week is Detroit Lions Pro Bowl wide receiver Amonra St. Brown. Amonra is the top receiver on a team that's getting a ton of hype going into the year. Last season, the Lions finished 9-8 and eight after they started 1-6. Final game of the regular season, they knocked Aaron Rodgers and the Green Bay Packers out of the playoffs. Amonra didn't get a lot of talk when he came out of USC in the fourth round in 2021, but now he's established himself. Two great seasons so far, 106 catches for 1,161 yards and six touchdowns last year. He's not a secret anymore. Everybody knows Amonra St. Brown. Monra, welcome to the AP Pro Football Podcast. Great to have you on. First off, I got to ask you, how's the ankle feeling? Ankles, it's feeling good. Uh, just a little, little ankle sprain. Uh, I'll be back in probably next week. Okay, no, no, no big deal. That's that's. I'm sure a lot of Lions fans are relieved to hear that. There's a lot of hype surrounding the team going into this season. How do you guys handle those high expectations? Um, you know, I think for us as a team, um, you know, we hear the hype, we see it. Uh, you know, we all have social media and whatnot. I think for us as a team, it's just going out there and and we got to put that work in every day. You know, it starts in training camp. Uh, shoot, I would say it started in OTAs, back in OTAs and now in training camp. And then, you know, going on moving forward to our first game against Kansas City. Um, you know, you can have all the hype you want at the end of the day, though. This this league is tough. Uh, every team, you know, like like I said, any given Sunday. So you never know what can happen on any given Sunday. And we got to bring our A game every, every week and nothing's going to be handed to us. So like I said, we got to put that work in and Hopefully, you know, hopefully the work that we've put in so far, hopefully it pays off in, in the long run. The offense scored a ton of points last year, moved the ball a lot, did very well. How You got some new pieces, right? Some new running backs. How much better, Monra, could this offense even be this year? Uh, you know, I think this, our offense could be better. I think, you know, we had a pretty good offense last year, but we we added some pieces. Yeah, we you know, we lost some pieces, but we we added some different pieces into our offense, drafted some some young guys. Um, so I'm excited to see what we do, you know, second year under Ben Johnson. So us as players, you know, Jared, um, me, the old lineman guys that have been in this offense, we feel more comfortable than we did last year just because, you know, we heard the terminology, we know what to expect. So we can do different things now within the offense to kind of hopefully, you know, give us an edge on our opponent. You mentioned Jared, when he came to the lines a couple of years ago, there was a lot of thought like, oh, he's just a stopgap guy. They're going to go out there and get their quarterback of the future. And he's kind of proved that wrong. When I spoke to him about it, he doesn't care about what people say. He had a Pro Bowl year last year. What do you see out of Jared just as a guy, not just a quarterback, but as a guy, as a leader in the huddle? Yeah, he's, a, he's an awesome dude. Um, you know, he's he brought me in as a rookie when I first got here. He was super um Super helpful was you know was there for me whenever I needed anything and even now I mean he's you know one of the leaders of this team um, he's been to a Super Bowl he knows what it looks like he knows what winning football looks like so to have like a guy like that as your quarterback in your locker room um, commanding the offense shoot there's nothing better he speaks very highly of you I know you two worked out together too in the off season what went into that uh, you know we just every off season you know we both stay out in Southern California so. Whenever we want to catch, he wants to throw. Shoot, I'm I'm there for him. You can never have enough chemistry as you know, quarterback, wide receiver. So, whenever he wants me to come out and, and catch some balls for him, I'm always there for him. Um, shoot, I think that's there's no better way to to build that chemistry. I think than you know that off season work where you're just you and him or whoever else is out there, just working. You know, getting getting better because once you get to the season, there's so many plays and stuff that you can't always you know really fine tune what you really want to get good at. So 
during that off season is always a great time for us to, um, you know, to, to work on those little things. Amon, it's no secret what kind of held back the Lions last year. The defense struggled. You got some new players there. They addressed those uh, concerns in the offseason. What have you seen throughout training camp from the defense? How much tougher are they now? Man, our defense looks good. Um, Shoot, going against them every day in practice. Uh, it's been, you know, tough battles. Uh, we added some guys on defense, like you said, some um, some draft picks, some free agent signings. Um, so they look they look ready. I mean, we got a few more weeks into our first game, but from what I've seen so far, and then you know some clips that I've seen from the joint practices with the Giants and the and the Jaguars, man, they look like they're flying around. I can't wait to watch them play. You guys finished up strong last year, missed the playoffs, but not Green Bay out. Now you get to open, as you mentioned earlier, open the NFL season with that Thursday night game against Kansas City. How's it feel that all eyes are going to be on the Lions and the Chiefs that you guys can kind of make a statement in that week one game? Yeah, it's going to I think it's going to be a super fun experience for us as a team. Um, like you said, all eyes are going to be on us. Everyone's watching that first that first game. So for us as a team, you know, to kind of set the tone uh, that that'll be our chance to do it, man. That, that first week, everyone's watching against the defending Super Bowl champs, um, Kansas City. I mean, shoot, arguably the best team in the NFL right now. Um, so it's going to be a challenge for us, but uh, hopefully, you know, hopefully we're ready by then. And and I can't wait, you know, can't wait for that week one. Monra, you personally, you, you come into four, you come out of uh, college in the fourth round, right? There's not a lot of ton of expectations. Then you have a record setting rookie year. You make the Pro Bowl last year. What are your goals personally going into year three? Yeah, I have some personal goals, but I don't like I don't really like to share those to to other people. Smart, smart. Until <laughs> until the end of the you know end of the season because you know people like to write things and say things. Um so I'll keep those to myself until you know until the end of the year. I know you got like what's turning into it's gonna be by the time you finish your career, your work ethic's gonna be considered legendary. The jugs <laughs> gun. Is it two hundred and two? Like is that even? It's gotta be two oh two after each practice. What what how did that start and where did you get that work ethic? Yeah, two hundred two is it is a number. Um, that, that's my number. But I would say the work ethic is from my dad. Um, growing up, uh, he was you know two time Mr. Universe, three time Mr. World bodybuilder. Um, so he kind of ingrained that that work ethic and that hard work into us because in his sport, you know, it was a solo sport. He has no, there's no teammates, there's no coaches. It's only him, you know, working out um, on his own. So he had to do everything on his own. So he kind of taught us that 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 work ethic, how important it is, the discipline. Um, and I kind of try to carry that with me all the way through college when he wasn't with me anymore. And then now in the league. So definitely, I definitely give, you know, give props to my, to my dad. How cool is it that you got a brother in the NFL? You got another brother playing at Stanford. Do you guys kind of compete somewhat with each other? Uh, I would say, yeah. Um, so, you know, one of my brothers, he went to Stanford and now he's, he's done playing. So okay. he's more sitting back watching us kind of, you know, helps us out with, with other things. And then Equinemius on the bears, um, you know, we still, we still compete. Obviously, you know, we play the Bears twice a year, so that's always really fun. But, um, yeah, it's, it's always fun to, to go against him. But, you know, competing, I would say we don't really talk too much about football as brothers because we're in it every day. And, I mean, that's basically our lives. So whenever we, you know, we're, we're around each other, we're playing the game together, um, we talk about everything really but football. So I spoke to DeAndre Swift, who was with you guys last series in Philly now, about playing for Coach Campbell, what he's like, that energy that he brings. Like, he's fun for me as a media guy, as a reporter, just to watch, to cover. What's he like for you as a a player to be your head coach? Yeah, he's an awesome coach. Uh, He's a – everyone sees the interviews and, you know, always ask me, is that really how he is? I would say, yeah, man, he's a a cool dude. Um, He takes care of us, but he's also a tough, you know, stern coach who – 
who knows how to turn it on when he needs to. Um, you know, some of our practices, I would say, look different than a lot of practices from other teams around the league. But, you know, he played in this league. He knows what it takes for us to to callous our bodies for for the season that we have ahead of us. So some of our practices during training camp can be tough at times, but he always knows how to, you know, make it hard and he'll back it down on us. So he does a good job of taking care of his of his guys, of his of his players. And man, I just I love I love playing for him. Amano, tell me about your partnership with better guards and, and how that ankle brace helps you out personally. Yeah. So um, you know, I've recently partnered with better guards, I would say about two months ago. Um it's been awesome. Um they're their ankle support that they that they come out with uh, ankle brace is something super unique. Um, the way it works, it's basically like a you know like a regular ankle brace, and there's like a this portion on it, a little it's kind of like a string attached to it. That if you move too fast, it kind of slows it down. But if you move it slowly, it's kind of like a seatbelt. When you you know when you get up, you stop really fast, and the seatbelt stops, uh, it'll it'll stop suddenly. But if you move it slow, it'll it'll go. So uh, the technology behind the the better guards ankle brace is super, super cool. Um, it's been a pleasure working with them. Shoot. Their, their braces are, they're top notch. And shoot, if you, if you have some ankle issues, I suggest you get a pair. And it's not something that's really position specific, right? Wide receiver. I know you and your brother both are, are yeah. wearing them, but have you talked to other guys, different positions, how much you can help them too? Uh, you know, I haven't really, but I know a bunch of different, um, a bunch of different guys, different positions on the team. They, you know, they tape their ankles before practice, before games, I've never really been a big, uh, been a big ankle tape guy. Um, just didn't really like the way it feels, uh, feels on my ankle. Um, but I know some guys like that. But, shoot, I know a lot of positions that have to stop and start, and that's almost every position in football, O-line, D-line, linebackers, corners. So I think, I mean, they can all benefit from from my ankle brace, especially if, they had, if they've had, you know, chronic ankle issues or, you know, maybe like to get their ankles taped. Well, Monroe, I wish you a ton of blessings and, and look forward to seeing what you can do in year three. Thank you. Thank you so much. a final week of preseason games and i'm excited for week one to get the season started for one main reason i don't have to hear any more nonsense about who did what in practice last week it was all about brock purdy and his 10 interceptions in practice i don't mean to sound like alan iverson i was there i was in the building for ai's practice rant but we're talking about practice brock purdy had 10 picks in practice it doesn't matter I know it's the thing to do now. You tally up everybody's stats on, on Twitter, and it's like a running total. Who completed what and who threw this and how many picks and all that stuff. It's just freaking practice. That's it for this week. Thank you to Monra St. Brown, and thank you for watching the AP Pro Football Podcast on YouTube.